from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. This is the kind of place you put a bib on, you put your gloves on, crack some crab claws. It's delicious, uh, satisfying food. It's reasonably priced. Um, I guess I shouldn't say, I don't know how fancy this place is, but boy, this place has a great pedigree. This is Casa Don Alfonso. Oh, it's fancy. And they are two Michelin star restaurant over their original location. So they're bringing all of their kind of Italian, Neapolitan style, traditional menu to St. Louis. So think, you know, gnocchi, margarita pizzas, ziti pasta. They have a beautiful... I'm Sarah Fetsky. If you're dining out again, you might feel tired of the same old places you used to dine pre-pandemic. Our friends at Sauce Magazine have some ideas for you. New places are opening every week, and executive editor Mira Nagarajan joins us to explain which ones the magazine recommends. And we should note we have Mira back in studio with us. This is a very exciting day for me. (laughs) Mira, welcome. Thank you for having me. Good to see you. Yes, good to see you. And not only are you back, but it kind of feels like restaurants are back. The dining scene is buzzing. Definitely. With that uh, mask mandate being removed for vaccinated folks, yes, it is definitely having an uptick result in diners in person and enjoying the restaurant scene again. And there is a lot to enjoy. One of these places everyone I know seems to be talking about right now, this is the Golden Hoosier. I feel like a lot of people know um, Chef Colleen Clausen. She's done some really great work over the years. People know about Milk Toast Bar, this very charming place in South City. Uh, But what's going on? at her new place, The Golden Hoosier? Well, uh, The Golden Hoosier is owned by Ivan and Berto Garcia of Garcia Properties. And Colleen kind of consulted on the original menu, and now she's doing her own thing. But they definitely used some of her inspiration, like her tandoori smoked wings, her grilled Caesar salad, spiced fish and chips in this beautiful space that was once Southtown Pub. Mm. So if you've been to Southtown Pub and you missed it after they closed it, that location is beautiful. They renovated it. And it's just lovely. They have a beautiful outdoor patio. And um, they have a really killer bar program. I mean, we we tried their riff on a Pisco Sour, Southside Cavi, with um, Pisco, lemon juice, egg white, and a little bit of Angostura bitters. But it's a place that I feel like um, that neighborhood wants. You know, it's you really go hang out, get a drink, and just chill all night. It's such a fun space to to spend an evening in. So it's not too fancy, but it does sound a bit elevated compared to Southtown Pub, which which I loved. But that place was had kind of a divey feel inside. Yeah, I mean, so pub fair, a little bit elevated. The space is gorgeous. Like, you won't want to leave. And mm-hmm. it's very Instagrammable, and they have all these cool design elements in it. And they really spent... You could tell they invested a lot of time and money into that space. And it's kind of a nice neighborhood treasure. You know, people have so many great memories in that space. So I'm really happy to see it up and running like the way that that it is. And it's popular. People love it. It is very popular and so great for South City. Now, let's shift gears, talk about Clayton. When we talk about fancy, um, I guess I shouldn't say, I don't know how fancy this place is, but boy, this place has a great pedigree. This is Casa Don Alfonso. Oh, it's fancy. It's definitely 
really fancy. It's at the Ritz. And, you know, they renovated that whole space. And Casa Don Alfonso, their original location is Don Alfonso 1890 in the um, on the Amalfi Coast in southern Italy. This is the, this is only the second location? That's the first? Yeah. Oddly, a St. Louis couple was dining there on vacation. They had a whole conversation. They're like, come to St. Louis. It's such a St. Louis thing to do, right? Totally. But and, it worked. Yeah. And it worked. And they are two Michelin star restaurant over their original location. So they're bringing all of their kind of Italian, Neapolitan-style traditional menu to St. Louis. So think, you know, gnocchi, margarita pizza, ziti pasta. They have a beautiful brunch with like a, I had a uh, eggs benedict with a truffle hollandaise, you know. Mm. The, it's, it's, a, it's the Ritz, so it's expensive. It's like, it's an expensive experience. It's gorgeous inside. The furniture is comfortable. The service is on point. Um, and but the food is pretty approachable. I mean, you go there, you get a cheese pizza. I mean, that's pretty. It's pretty impressive. And I think the I think the the pizza chef in particular, Jeffrey Mandaka, is amazing. He trained in New York at all these amazing pizza restaurants. And and if you want to get something more upscale, they have that too. You know, I tried their Red Snapper Veils, which was like a Red Snapper Crudo with the cilantro yogurt sauce and pink peppercorn. So you can go anywhere from cheese pizza and a simple salad all the way up to like a beautiful uh, freshly prepared raw fish dish, too. Hmm. So Casa Don Alfonso, uh, that's in the Ritz in Clayton. Now, here's another one. This is in Augusta, and this sounds kind of equally elevated. This is Root Food and Wine uh, in quaint downtown Augusta. Yeah. What's going on there food-wise? I mean, uh, so chef and owner Philip Day, he's doing upscale farm-to-table. So he ran a successful pop-up um, at the Lucky Dog Farm in Wentzville, where he would serve guests in an open field. So we wanted to recreate these beautiful farm-to-table experiences and really source locally as much as possible, work with local uh, uh, farmers and uh, different purveyors. And so we tried their gnocchi with curried Buttonwood Farms uh, chicken. We tried their intensely flavorful spring vegetable soup, which was kind of like the sleeper hit star of the meal. Mm. He's doing prefixed menus, so three courses, five courses, seven courses. And it's really elegant and elevated and really trying to showcase um, kind of the beautiful produce and offerings that Missouri has to offer. And if you're going to Augusta to go try wine and, you know, maybe you're staying at a B&B, it's a great fine dining, um, relaxing option for dinner. So that is Root Food and Wine, again, in downtown Augusta. Now, here's an unusual recommendation here. You actually have a spot inside the mall that you're saying really good things about. It is great. I can't tell you how many times I've been in the Galleria, been hungry, had to go to the food court. Instead, you're saying people should go to Oliver's Coffee and Flower Bar. Yeah. they Their original location, they opened one in Maplewood. This one is on the second floor near Nordstrom. So think, um, it's a cafe, salads, sandwiches, wraps, hot drinks. So we tried their caprese sandwich, loved it. Perfect option when you're needing a break. Their sweet salad with greens and goat cheese, candied walnuts, and a maple vinaigrette was awesome. And, you know, they have some kind of quirky hot drinks. Like we tried their powder pink mocha with espresso dark chocolate chips and steamed strawberry milk, or just your traditional coffee espresso drinks. And um, we also love their coffee tonic. So yeah, it's a, it's a great option when you're in the mall and you don't want to go to the food court, go, go to Oliver's Coffee and Flower Bar. 
And then finally, you have a food truck. This is a new food truck um, that comes from the people behind Brisket One. People may be familiar with that food truck. What is the Ramblin' Rooster? It's a great name. Yeah, they. Um, it's a chicken. It's a chicken-centric truck. So it's um, it's a franchise through Sugar Fire Smokehouse, and they they do sandwiches, smoked wings. They have a whole menu of fried chicken sandwiches, and we loved their Soul Train sandwich with the gochujang glazed fried chicken. Uh, we also love their chicken and waffle, like fried chicken strips with a sugared Belgian waffle and bourbon maple um, bourbon maple butter syrup. Mm. So it's a great, it's a, they're usually at Nine Mile Garden or it's got Air Force Base in St. Clair. Um, and Nine Mile Garden is in Afton. And uh, we, I mean, you know, they also do some fun stuff too. Like we tried their Cheech and Chong, which is a fried uh, Nashville hot chicken strips with mac and cheese, spicy fries, wrapped in a flour tortilla. So if you want something a little indulgent, they definitely have what you need. Okay. And so I had said that was last. That is not last. We actually have one more addition to the whole crab concept. Um, In our final minute here, what can you tell us about Crab's Landing? This is at the old uh, Missouri Bar and Grill, which people may remember fondly in downtown West. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want something fast, casual, that's why Crab Shacks, I think, are so popular. Um, We tried their boiled crawfish and shrimp with uh, corn and red potatoes tossed in your sauce of choosing. We went with the garlic Cajun butter and or like and you can pick your spice level. We went with medium. But it's like this is the kind of place you put a bib on, you put your gloves on, crack some crab claws. It's delicious, uh, satisfying food. It's reasonably priced and you know, I think it's one of those places that people keep coming back to, which is why you see all these crab shacks kind of proliferating all over the place. They are everywhere right now in St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, you can see like Tiny Chef has like a Korean crab crab boil offering. There's Joyful House, which is like a Vietnamese twist. So lots of cool crab pla- crab places are opening up around town. This is the latest. And we should mention for people interested in, in going to Crab's Landing who used to drink at the old Missouri Bar and Grill, they did not have their liquor license at the time that you published, at least. No. So if you're somebody who used to drink a lot at Mobar, you might want to <laughs> hold off on that being part of your plans. They are working on that. Yeah, maybe pregame. Yeah, do some pregaming. They're going to get a liquor license, but at this point or at that point, they did not yet have it. So the crab trend, a huge trend, um, and this is one that I think is very exciting for people who are into seafood. Uh, Sauce Magazine Executive Editor Mira Nagarajan, I want to thank you so much for joining us and actually coming in person. What joy. It's been so fun to see you today. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.